God. We were very, very blessed this morning with our brother's ministry, and I'm thrilled to have him with us. And uh, he's not been familiar. He did preach in Syracuse, I want to say 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Is that about right? 12 years ago? Would it be that long? Oh, maybe seven. Anyway, but he's not a, he's not a uh, familiar a lot with the East Coast, but I think that may change. We're going to have a great time with him. Open your hearts. Uh, let's welcome Evangelist Blanco. This Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, we're going to turn to Hebrews chapter 12 tonight. Hebrews chapter 12. Not too long ago, um, I went from Phoenix to San Diego. My brother pastor is there. He took me across the border into Tijuana. I'm walking into the, uh, now it's just a walkthrough, and you, you go to the airport there. And lo and behold, I met uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, the great boxer, Mexican boxer. And at first I go, man, that guy looks familiar. I'm just looking at him. People are going up to him. Campeon means champion. Hey, champion. Hey, can I take a picture here? And I go, I, I told someone, who is this? That's Julio. So, of course, of course. I go to him, uh, Julio, can I take a picture with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding. Selfie there with him. And uh, <laughs> lo and behold, I don't know where he was going to sit. You know, and, and, and he sat right in front of me in the airplane. And I didn't have much time talking with them. The two guys that were next to him, they were talking their heads off with them. But I did invite him out, and uh, he says, oh, you're a preacher? I says, yes. And uh, I says, he says, where's the church? So I had a picture of the flyer on my phone. He goes, can I take a picture of it? Absolutely, he took a picture. So when we land in Culiacan, Sinaloa, Mexico, he gets up right away, he looks at me, and, and, and like with a, a matter of fact, he goes, you'll see me there tomorrow. I pat him like this and I go, I hope so. He didn't show up. Oh, God. <laughs> but I was praying for him and I, and I get one of my business cards. And uh, I said, sir, I said, if you're ever in the States, especially in the Phoenix area, give me a call. I said, I'll take you out for dinner. He looks at me and goes, I'll take you out for dinner. I said, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, sure enough. <laughs> But uh, um, he says, you know what, I'll be honest with you. I hate Phoenix. Really? Why? My two fights that I had in Phoenix, I lost. I hate Phoenix. Okay, well, if you're ever San Diego. (laughs) Anyways, but uh, I want to show you a clip, a little video. This is him. He he had a one-two combination. Uh, You know, his normally one-two is like this, right? One-two. But his, he's coming in and he's going one, two. There it is. He's the one on your left. Let's see that again. One, two. That's just it. He comes underneath, uppercut, and then boom. So, so he was just fantastic with that. That was unbelievable. I think he went up to 90 wins undefeated. And uh, I think it still holds the record. And he went up, I think, four different divisions. And uh, just a great, great champion. He's still, he's 60 years old, 60, and he still does boxing exhibitions. The guy is just in tremendous fit. But uh, anyways, and then uh, there's a picture of uh, he and I right there. Julio, I take a picture of you right there, selfie. But uh, I want to minister on a message I've entitled, The One-Two Combination. 
the one-two combination. And I believe, listen, uh, the way I'm going to use this, uh, I believe uh, if we use this one-two combination that I'm going to talk about, I believe we, we we can have an edge when believing for miracles. When believing for miracles. Now, let me ask you this for those that were here this morning. Did anyone get a miracle from this morning to now? Anyone? You got healed? Uh, yeah. yeah, what happened? Okay. Wow. Very good. Very good. Amen. Let's give God praise for that. Very good. Very good. Anyone else? Anyone else? No one else. Okay. Well, remember, when you get your miracle, I need you to testify the very next service. Okay, I need you to testify the very next service. Oh, yeah. Someone else? Oh, over here. Look at that. I didn't even... Yes. Oh, woo. Her shoulders still feel good, she says. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Listen, so we're going to turn to Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 2. We're going to see in our scripture what it takes to for God to move on our behalf to get miracles or to get our prayers answered. And I want you to have an expectation. Have an expectation. God wants to give you your miracle. Like I told you this morning, it could be physical, mental, emotional, uh, 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 financial, or spiritual. Five. It could be either one of these. God can help you or a combination of them. God can help you with this. So let's look at my message tonight. Is called the one-two combination. Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 2. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them. Here's why. Not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Let me read it to you in the living translation. It goes like this. For this wonderful news, the message that God wants to save us has been given to us just as it was to those who lived in the time of Moses. But it didn't do them any good because they didn't believe it. They didn't mix it with faith. They didn't mix it with faith. If we're going to see or get any profit from the gospel, God's word, we have to mix it with faith. We have to mix it with faith. So I'm going to look, first of all, at applying words and faith. In the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 24, it says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask, there's the word part, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe, there's the faith part. That's the two combinations I want you to concentrate on. Words, faith. Whatever things you ask, words, when you pray, believe that you receive them. And then here's the result. You will have them. And I'm going to show you this night. All the scriptures I'm going to be showing you has that. Words and faith being mixed always brings results. Always brings results. I want you to get that because God wants to give you your miracle. God wants to give you his miracle. This morning, I said, we're going to pray. We're going to cast out uh, unbelief and doubt. God doesn't want you to have that. God wants you to have faith. And the words you're hearing tonight, if you receive it, hear it, 
speak it forth to yourself, but mix it with your faith, you're going to get results. You're going to get results, my friends. Let me give you another one. This one's from the Old Testament. 1 Kings chapter 17, I'm sure you've heard sermons on this text many, many times, or at least for offerings and stuff like this. 1 Kings 17, verse 9 through 16, here's the story. The man of God, the prophet, he's getting hungry. God, God knows that. He says, son, he says, I'm going to send you to this town, to this city. There you're going to meet a widow woman. The widow woman is going to provide for you. Okay, God, he heard the message. He mixed it with this faith, believing that's exactly what's going to happen. Let's pick up the story. Verse number nine. Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. Just like God told him. I'm going to have a, a, a widow woman take care of you. Okay, he goes in, he goes, sure enough, there he is. she's right there picking up sticks. And he called to her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. He's hungry. God told him, this woman was going to provide for him. He's hungry. He's done already a two-week preaching revival. No, I don't know. But he's hungry, okay? <laughs> and, okay, so she said to him, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. Only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see? I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. In other words, she's saying, Sir, I understand your dilemma. I'm hungry too. My boy's hungry. And listen, uh, you're, you're seeing me. I'm gathering sticks. It's, it's for my last meal. That, this is all I have. I'm sorry. This is all I've got. Okay, hold on. Look what he says. Elijah said to her, do not fear. Right? She's already probably worried. This will be my last meal. Now where am I going to get food from? This is my last meal. He understands there's fear there. She's a, folks, they didn't have social security. They didn't have welfare. They didn't have no government. You know? No, that's it. She's on her own. She has no husband. Listen, do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. She's probably scratching her head. I wonder if this guy can hear good. I just told him I, this is the last. I, but look, at she heard, right? She heard. Look what happens. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, now he's speaking to her, according to the Lord. The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry, until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Here it is, verse 15, here's the key. So she went away and did. She heard the words. She goes, oh, that's what God said? 
I'm mixing my faith with that. Yeah, let's go. Now she's not doubting. She just heard God said it. Okay, sir. She did. Here it is. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. Is that what God says? I believe it, sir. I believe you. She went. Now she's not fearful. He told her, hey, listen, God's going to provide for you. Oh, amen. Yeah, let me go and do it then. She made her food. She's probably excited. I don't care what that thing, I don't care what it looks like. God says he's going to provide for me. He's on. How many tortillas do you want, sir? And she said, cooks for him. She eats, her boy eats, and then, um, are we having breakfast? Well, there's still some left. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, Are we having lunch today? Yeah. About dinner. Oh, yeah. Could you, that thing never ran down. It never, God just kept giving. God kept providing. Folks, that's a miracle. She heard the words. She mixed it with her faith. What was the result? She ate for many days. Not just her, her son, and the man of God. That's the type of faith God wants. He just wants you to trust him. Remember I said this morning, faith is a trust factor. Faith is a trust factor. God wants to demonstrate his power and his faithfulness to you. God wants to move through your words as well. Some of you, I told you this morning when I brought you up to the altar, I want you to tell God, God, here's my need. God, I need a, I need a miracle. And then I told you, name it. Is it financial? Is, is, is it mental health? Is it, is it emotional health? Is, is it, is it uh, uh, physical? Is it spiritual? Whatever it is, speak it forth. Speak it, and then the second part, what I'm doing, you know, the one-two combination, boom, boom, or boom, boom, right? Julio Cesar, right? He's coming in, he's coming in, boom, boom, knockout. One-two combination, words and faith. That's the combination. That's the combination. It brings results. Jeremiah 33, verse 3, called to me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. How many want to see great and mighty things? Four of us. Yes, amen. God wants to show you great and mighty things. One of those is your miracle. One of those is your miracle. You want to see it? God says, I'll show it to you. Call to me. Call to me. Believe it. And I'll do it for you. I'll show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Let's go to another one. Let's go to the New Testament. Acts chapter 3. What a great story. I know you've read this before as well. Acts chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer. The ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb. Stop. Lame from his mother's womb. He was born lame, could not walk, has not used his legs. They're probably skinny. 
right? You don't use it, it shrinks. It would bring him every time to the gate of the temple. Sit there. And he's just, hey, probably had a sign. Uh, be the hungry. <laughs> you know? Okay, so look what it says. Whom they lay daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms. To ask alms from those who entered the temple. That's, that's the only way he survived. He would, he would have to ask. Hello, can you help me out? He would probably point to his legs. Can't walk. I was born this way. If I could walk, if I could work, I would. I can't. I'm asking for help. Okay. Who's seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked for alms. Hey, Peter, John. Right? Is that, you know? And fixing his eyes on him, what John Peter said. Look at us. Hey, look at us. You know, he was probably ashamed. He's probably going like this. Hey, look at us. Puts his eyes towards them. Look at us. So he gave him his attention, expecting to receive something from him. When he said, look at it, he's probably going. <laughs> he wants to, hey, this guy's oh, hey, right here. Look what happens. Silver and gold I do not have. I bet you're counting like this. All right. What are you going to give me, you know? Huh? You're going to preach to me too, like everyone else? Who knows? Who knows? Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. His countenance probably went up again. What I do have, I'll give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Huh? What? Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and he lifted him. And immediately, immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. They might still look skinny, but the guy, whoa, what's going on here? So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Woo! So are you? Oh, my God. I can walk. Wow, let me see. Oh, my. Look. Oh, hey, I'm ready for some soccer. Come on now. For the first time in his life, he got one of the greatest miracles. He couldn't walk. His legs, like I said, he's probably skinny. But God, listen, he heard Peter. Look at us. Yes, sir. I have gold nor silver. But what I do have, I'm going to give you. What did he give him? Words. God words. God's going to heal you. Give me your hand. Stand up and walk. Mm, yeah, I've been wanting to do this all my life. Yes, sir. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, yeah, this feels good. Come on, let's go to church now. Praise God. Leaping, walking, jumping, praising God. He mixed it. Words, mixed it with this faith. He got results. Can you see it in there? 
He got results. Someone said the words we speak reveal our character. Folks, are you speaking as people of faith? Can you believe that God can still do the miracles? How many believe really? No, I want you to just check your heart. Don't just do it because everyone else. Is everyone lifting their hands? Okay, okay, me too. No one is. Okay, neither will I. No. Do you really believe that God can do miracles? Let me see your hands. Okay, here's another question. Are you speaking that way? Are you speaking like God can? We must learn to use our words more effectively. Galatians 6, 7 has something interesting. It says, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Remember I told you this morning that we mainly speak more negative than positive. How many will agree with that? We speak more negative than positive. What if you turn that around tonight? What if you speak a little bit more positive? I'm not being a, a positive speaker here, you know, but there is truth there. Hello, someone. <laughs> There's truth in that. Speak more positive than negative. I bet you a lot of things will turn around for you. Just speak a little bit more positive. How about if you just speak what God says? That's being positive. See, our words are like seeds. So what are you sowing with your words? Yeah, Brother Ralph, for you it's fine because you see miracles all over. But I haven't. You know what one woman told me one time? Someone had her push her. Just go. I've already had people pray. Just go. Finally, they bring her right here. I said, what would you like me? You want me to pray for you? She goes, if you want to. I've had the best pray for me and nothing's happened. I go, um, I'll wait for you. And then and just hold on. I didn't want to start with that. <laughs> she was negative. I've had the best pray for me. Nothing's happened. Okay, uh, I'll jump to this one first. You wait, okay? I wanted her here and see what God was going to do with these other ones who weren't speaking like that. When she started seeing them get healed, something was happening to her faith. Remember I told you this morning, faith encourages. It inspires. She's getting inspired now. She goes, wait a second. Okay, wow. They're, oh, they're getting healed. I prayed for her. I don't think it was something physical at the time, but so I didn't know whatever happened to her. But, but that's how she started. If you want to, I've had the best pray for me. Nothing's ever happened. Okay. <laughs> so let's learn to mix our words with faith. Listen, spiritual law is based on the same basic principle of seed time and harvest. The seed must be mixed with soil if it's going to produce. I don't know if you heard this example, but they found a seed. I think it was either 3,000 or 2,000 year old seed. I think it was in Egypt. And they said, hey, I wonder if this thing will still produce. Well, it wasn't going to do anything if they just left it there. No, they had to mix it in soil. They had to mix it in there. Got good soil, they put the seed, guess what? Sprouted. It did produce. It did give. It, It germinated. Listen, that's what God wants. You hear the word of God, you mix it with your faith, you're going to get results, my friend. You're going to get results. So let's talk about words are seeds. 
Luke 17, verse 5 and 6. And the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. So the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed. The mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds. If you have faith as a mustard seed, you can tell this. Or you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and planted into the sea and it would obey you. Our seed will produce a harvest. Prayer produces after its kind. You will produce what you speak. How many know, folks, that there's, there's two types of people? Two types. The ones that say, I can, and the ones that say, I can't. Can you try? I can't. I can't. How many parents hear that often? Sunken, I can't. Can you try? I can't. You haven't even, you haven't even tried. Yeah, but I can't. I already know I can't. And then you got the other side. Hey, can you try? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I'll try. Yeah, I can. Yeah, sure. Yes, I can. How many are Americans? Not Americans. We're Americans. Amen. We're Americans. Amen. Come on, someone. Amen. <laughs> Folks, words are the most powerful thing in the universe. Your words will come to pass. They will come to fruition. Positive or negative? Positive or negative? I come to stir up your faith, folks, because I know you got it. You've got faith. If you've already received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you got faith. Listen, Mark 10, 27. Jesus looked at them and said, with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. With men it is impossible. But not with God. For with God all things are possible. Isaiah fifty five eleven. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the things for which I sent it. But listen, it needs to be mixed with faith. Your faith. And God will do it, folks. God will do it. Let's talk about using the one-two combination. The one-two combination. That's a great one, huh? Either you like going like this, boom, or mm, mm. Julio says I was a master at using that combo. Someone said faith is the voice of authority. Faith words, words that you speak. Chosen correctly and bring them into the obedience of spiritual law, which is the word of God can be governed by spiritual law, which becomes spiritual forces working for you. You can have God work for you, work with you, as you speak the words, as you mix it with your faith, God can work with you. Does that make sense to you? God can work with you. Let me give you another story. New Testament, book of Matthew, chapter 8, 5 through 10. You've heard this story many times as well. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion, that's a soldier, a hundred, that means he has a hundred men under his leadership. A centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I'll come and heal him. Jesus heard what his need was. Jesus says, yeah, yeah, take me to him. I'll, I'll go and heal him. But look what the man says. 
The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word. Speak a word, and my servant will be healed. Right there's the combination. Right there's the combination. Speak the word. Boom. One. And my servant will be healed. Boom. Faith. Just speak it, Jesus, and my servant will be healed. Whoa. Verse 9, for I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. All I have to do is just say the word, and it gets done. When Jesus heard, he marveled. He marveled, folks. And said to those who followed him, probably his disciples and other people. He's probably turned around looking. Did, did you guys hear this guy? Did you, did you hear what he... He's all, he says, all I have to do is just speak and it's going to get done. But surely I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Sir? That's all I ask people to do. Just hear my word, apply your faith to it, and it's going to get done. He told Jesus, Jesus, just speak it. And that's it. My faith already believes it. My faith believes it. And what, in verse 13, if you read down, Jesus says, okay, go. As you have said, that's the, way it's, that's the way it's happened. When he got to his home, his servant was healed. His servant was healed by the time he got home. Why? Jesus said, yes. He says, yeah, it's done. He goes, okay, that's all you have. I believe it already. It's, already, it's a done deal. There's the mix. There's the one-two combination. Boom, boom. That's it. What was the result? His servant got healed. This is very basic. This, how many are parents here? How many are parents? How many of you tell your boy, your daughter, honey, son? Come here. Go over there. Yes. Go and do that. Yes, Dad. (laughs) Yeah. You speak it, they do it. Right? There's the example already. There's the example. Folks, how about if we apply it this way? I've given you a number of scriptures. You mix the words. You mix it with your faith. Because if you don't, then we have Hebrews 4.12, my main scripture. They didn't see miracles. Why? The Bible says it's so clear. The writer of Hebrews says they didn't mix it. They didn't mix their faith with it. Tonight, I know there's a number of you. You desperately need a miracle. You desperately need a miracle. Romans 10, verse 8 through 10. But Jesus, but what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth, there's the words. That's the one. Boom. Or this way. If you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart, there's the faith part. Boom. Boom. Or boom. boom. There it is. You believe in your heart. Words. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Here's the result. And God raised him from the dead. Here's the result. You will be saved. That's the result. Words, faith, 
gets results, what? You're going to be saved. How many got saved this morning? Four or five people? They heard the word. They mixed it with their faith. Four or five of them got saved. And you're here this evening. Thank God. Listen. You think if it works for salvation, can it work for other things? Go like this. Yes! <laughs> it will. It'll work for your marriage. It'll work for a job. It'll work for anything. Listen. It works. It works. It's been working everywhere I'm going and preaching this. It can work here. God wants to give you your miracle. Someone said, prayer is your legal right to use faith-filled words to bring God on the scene on your behalf. Faith. Proverbs 18.21 Death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the tongue. Negative speaking brings death. Positive speaking, believing what God says, applying it, mixing it with your faith, brings life. Brings life. Some of you, you're just existing, but you have no life. You need life back in you. You need life back in you. You come to church, but you're joyless. You can have that joy back again. Let life breathe. Let God breathe life into you. Rejoice once again. Let the joy of salvation come back again. You don't have to lose it. I was telling pastor that uh, I got saved at 14, right? At 22, I backslid for three months. I was doing some nonsense. I go, what am I doing? I've already tasted and seen that the Lord is good. I need to get back to church. Came back to church. I've never been away again. Why? (laughs) This is good stuff that we have. Amen. God is good, folks. God is good. And I've never lost my joy again of my salvation. Listen, I want you to take the mindset also of, If others can have it, I can have it. If others can do it, I can do it. We have so much of uh, of people speaking, I don't know, it never works for me. Stop being the I can'ts. Be the I can. Paul says in Romans, you are more than a conqueror. You and I are victorious now because of the cross, what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. Because he raised from the dead. One time um, we're outreaching. One of the brothers from church, it was during, you know, most of the guys were working. It's during the daytime. One guy was off and I called him up. Hey, are you off today? Yeah. Want to go with me to the high school and street preach? Yeah. Went to the high school or street preaching at the corner as the kids were getting out of school. And I'm getting a little crowd. I'm standing at the corner, still giving them rooms so that they can pass. You know, if the, when the light turns green, they can walk by. But they were listening there. And then one guy, he's right there, and he's all looking around like this. Like, oh, this guy's up to something. You know, you can tell, right? You, he's, he's all looking around. going, all right, this guy's going to do something. I wonder what he's going to do. All of a sudden, he jumps in between me and the crowd. So he jumps right there in the middle, and he starts going like this. Whoa. 
boy, come on, man. So you're gathering me a crowd. Keep it up. Keep it up. Other kids are running. Hey, he's all running. My wall. They're all looking. At me. What's up? What's up? He's all. Keep it up. Come on. <laughs> I go. I said, come here. Come here. Come here. I says, you never read your Bible, huh? Huh? What? Huh? I says, bro. When Jesus died, he went to hell. He went to Hades and he took the keys away from Satan. He rose up with triumph. He woke. He rose up with victory. He took the he took the keys away from him. Man, you want power? It's found in Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus? He's all taken off. Hey, come here! I'm not done with you. <laughs> Folks, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. I want you to bow your heads, close your eyes. Thank you for being attentive. One, two combination. Very simple. Very simple. You heard words tonight. Words that I preached to you from God's Word, the Bible. If you'll mix it with faith, your faith, you might have the faith just as a mustard seed, but that's all God needs. My friend, God can help you. Right now, there's a lot of people struggling mentally. There's a lot of mental health issues. The doctors and psychiatrists, they keep putting people on pills, more pills. Here, uh, here's the latest. Try this one to your shoebox of pills. That's not the answer. Now listen, some people do need pills, okay? <laughs> don't get me wrong. If you're, if you're under medication, hey, don't stop. Doctors are good, okay? I want to keep a balance here. But I'm saying, listen, folks. God loves you, and He can do a miracle. Some of you need help. You heard the word tonight. You'll mix it with faith. The greatest miracle of all I told you this morning was salvation. Salvation. With many benefits. You'll be forgiven of sin. You'll be made brand new on the inside. Joy comes in. Peace comes in. Anxiety, worries, many times they're gone. When the peace of God comes in, the Holy Ghost begins to reside in you. So many benefits. Maybe you're visiting us, and thank you for visiting. But right now, I'm not talking about church membership, okay? I'm going to ask you, would you like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You know, in the book of John, chapter 3, it says you must be born again. You want to make heaven your home? It's not through the church you go to. It's not because of some religion or this denomination or that. No, 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 no. You must be born again. God never said what church, what denomination. You must be born again. That's in the Spirit. That's how you make heaven your home. How many would like to do this? You've never done it. I'm not going to embarrass you, but I just want to pray with you. How many are backslidden? You say, Brother Ralph, I want to recommit my life back to Christ. How many would like to get the, receive the greatest miracle? The miracle of salvation. Lift up your hand. This is not church membership. You can talk to pastor about that. This is just you getting your heart right with God. How many would like that? Lift up your hand. Say, Brother Ralph, would you pray for me? I would love to. God bless you. Thank you. I see your hand back there. Anyone else? Listen, you're not alone now. You're not alone. Someone already lifted their hand. Would you like to join them? 
There's no charge. There's no, listen, there's no membership. It's just you lifting your hand, being honest. Say, I need that. I've lost joy. I'm just existing. There's no more life in me. My friend, Jesus is life. Jesus is life. How many else would like to lift up your hand? You're backslidden. Kids, teenagers, adults. Say, yes, I need that. Lift up your hand. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. Yes, thank you. I see your hand. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Remember I told you this morning, my son at nine years old, he got saved. He understood the message. Nine years old. How old are you? Do you understand the message? God wants to save your soul. How many would like to respond to that? Lift up your hand. Yes, God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? You're backslidden. Maybe you're not sure. If you were to die today, tonight, if you were to die tonight, would you make heaven your home, my friend? Would you? The Bible says you can have an assurance. You can have an assurance. Would you like to make sure? Lift up your hand. Say, I want to make sure. I want to make sure if I was to die, I'd be ready. God bless you. Yes, other hands are going up. Who else? You're just not sure. My friend, we have no guarantee for tomorrow. We can die tonight. You got to be sure, my friend. Who else would like to make sure? Just lift up your hand. Say, me too. Preacher, right here's my hand. Right here's my hand. Okay, those who lifted your hand, I'm going to ask you to do just one thing. Well, two things. Stand up and then let me pray for you. Would you come to the front? You lifted your hand. Hello. You lifted your hand. Look at me. You lifted your hand. Can you come here? Can you come here? Yeah? Over there? Yeah? Come here. Just make a line right here. Thank you. Just right here. Oh, the greatest miracle. The greatest miracle. Salvation. Salvation. It's the greatest miracle. I received it when I was 14. Wow. Changed me. Changed my life. It's going to change your life. Say this prayer with me. Bow. Bow your heads. Close your eyes. Repeat after me. Say, Lord God, my Father, thank you that you love me. Tell him, thank you that you love me. Forgive me. Please speak it forth. Forgive me. I'm a sinner. I want to change. Tonight I repent of my sins. From this night forward, I'm going to change the way I've been thinking. I'm going to change the way I've been speaking. I'm going to change the way I've been living. God, come into my heart. Give me life. Life. Right now. I receive you by faith. Come in. And let this change. Begin right now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. God bless you. Praise God. Look at me. Right now, the, the angels in heaven are rejoicing over you. They're rejoicing right now. They're singing, giving God thanks. And God's telling one of the angels, put her name down in the book of life. Put her name down the book. Put his name in the book. Put her name in the Lamb's book of life. If we were to die tonight, or if the rapture was to happen right now, you and I, we're going. 
We're going to the rapture. We're going with Jesus. That's the greatest. You just received the greatest miracle. The greatest miracle. Salvation. Church, the rest of you, would you please stand? Stay right here, folks. Stay right here. You heard the message. One, two combination. What is it? Words and faith. You heard the words I spoke tonight. God's word. I use God's word. I use the Bible. Many stories in the Bible. You heard it. Hebrews 4.12 gives us a warning. If you don't mix it, if you don't mix it, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. But if you'll mix it, mm-mm, boom, boom, you'll mix it. You use the one-two combination. You're going to get results. How many want the results? Come forward. Come here. Come. We're going to pray. You want results? Come here. You heard the word. By you walking up right now, you're mixing that faith. You're mixing it. There it is. That's the one-two combo. That's what you're doing right now. The one-two combo. That's what you're doing right now. And you know what? God's going to honor it. You've been asking God. Because of your obedience, just simply doing this. this is, that's all God wants. It's not that hard. But doing this, my friend, God says, your miracle's coming. Your miracle's coming. Father, I pray for this man. I don't have to ask what it is, but God, you already know what it is. Answer him. Because of his obedience. Because he's mixing his faith. Let the result come, God. Give him his miracle. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Folks, the rest of you. You just did the very same thing this man did. You came forward. That's your faith. That's your faith being mixed with the words. I want you, please, I want you to be ready for your miracle. Be ready for your miracle. I read you enough stories there. They heard the word, they mixed it, and they all got results. I I gave you the scriptures. They got results. You can get results. You can get your miracle. You can get your miracle. And I want you, as soon as you receive it, tell us right away. Tell us right away because that's going to spread faith even more to the folks. It's going to spread. How many have pain right now in your body? Pain in your body, whether sciatic nerve, back pain, shoulder pain, and you need prayer. Yes, come forward, come forward. Yes, yes, you too. Anyone else? Yes, stand right here. Anyone else? Yep, come over here. Anyone else? Yep, come here. Come here. Yep, right here. Yes, come here, son. Right here. Yep. 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 Anyone else? Yeah, you need prayer? Yeah, you have pain in your body? You what? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Yes, it is. Yes, amen. That's God's heart. You have God's heart. God bless you. Yes. Thank God for that. Okay. Okay, you have pain in your body right now. Pain in your body. Pain. 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 Yeah. Okay. You heard the message. Yes? By you coming forward, once again, that's mixing your faith. That's mixing your faith. You ready for your healings? Look at me. Ready for your healing? Ready? 
Ready? Yes, 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 yes. Close your eyes. Church, stretch your hands towards these right now. Father, as they stand here believing you, they heard the word, they're mixing it right now. Remove all pain and discomfort. Remove all pain and discomfort from their bodies. Touch them. Remove all pain and discomfort at this pain is bringing them. Right now, God, bring healing to their body. That part of their body, God, that is hurting, God, remove it. I come against all pain. I come against it, God. I speak against it in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Bring total healing right now. God, honor their faith. Honor their faith in the name of Jesus. Let's give God praise. Give them praise right now. Give them praise. Yes. Those of you that were here, those that are are here, I want you to test yourself. If you couldn't move your arm, I want you to move it. Your back was hurt, I want you to bend down. If your leg was hurt, do do something you would do if the pain was not there. Do it. Is the pain gone? Tell me right now, who's the pain's gone? What happened? What happened? What happened? I've had it for years. For years? You know, gotten worse, and I finally... I don't take anything or anything for it. I just... It's gone. Pain's gone. She's had it for years. For years. It's gone. Give God praise. Anyone else? Anyone else? What happened? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's gone. Woo! It's gone. Anyone else? Anyone else? What happened? Pain in her back for how long? About a year. About a year. And where's the pain? All gone. Pain's all gone. Oh, oh my God. Anyone else? Test yourself. Where's your pain? Keep moving it. Move it. Move it. Walk that way and come back. In Jesus' name. Right now, God, heal. Heal her ankle. Yes. In Jesus' name. It's going to be gone right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, is there a difference? What's the difference? The sharp pain is gone. How long did you have it for? For months. The sharp pain is gone. Give God praise. Amen. Anyone else? Where's your pain? Yeah. How is it now? walk that way yeah 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 but it, we're not we don't receive a quarter we want the whole dollar bill amen <laughs> move it up and down get up the stairs go down this time run up the stairs run up the stairs do it one more time do it again one more time amen do it till you sweat no okay <laughs> how is it how is it huh it's better. How oh, much better? Half, three quarters, full, what? Nine tenths. That's almost a, a whole tenth. Amen. The, the whole the whole enchilada. Almost. Do it one more time. Come on up. Come on up. I don't receive that. I receive whole. All of it. All of it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It's gone. You're not making me look good, are you? You're doing it for, it's real. It's gone. 
Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Anyone else? Anyone else? Where's your pain at? You're healed too. Wow. All right. Walk that way. In Jesus. And how'd you hurt it? She broke her foot. She has a heel spur. Walk. In Jesus' name. That's going to be gone right now. In Jesus' name. God, bring healing. All pain must leave. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes. Yes. Right now. In Jesus' name. God, she's putting her faith in action right now. Honor it. She mixed her words with your word, with her, her faith, with your words, God. Honor her. Let the result be healing right now in Jesus. Now I speak to that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Right now. Touch her, God. In Jesus' name. Bring total healing to this. Remove the pain, the sharpness of it, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Give God praise, church. Amen. Let me know. How is it? Is there a difference now? Be honest. How is it? How is it? It's not intense anymore. How would you how would you rate it? She couldn't walk without her shoe, her sandal. Walk again for us. Walk again. Yes. Yes, God, honor her faith. Yes, yes, in Jesus name. Be gone in Jesus name. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus sets her free. Yes, yes. Yes, amen. How is it? How is it? Better, better. It's gone. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to sing this song that they have for us. Sing a song, my brother. After this, we're going to try one more time, okay? We're going to sing, and then we're going to do this one more time. I'm believing for the rest of you to get your healing. Who else was left? You and, and right here. I want you to believe right now, okay? Amen. That's fine. You're right there. I want you to receive your healing right now, okay? We're going to sing this song. As we're singing, I want you to be saying, God, I receive my healing. As we're singing, okay? Let's do it. Let's sing. Yes, yes, yes. Sing it with us.
my soul will sing Jesus is here God be the glory